Welcome to Healing You, presented by Define You Radio, with host Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Committed to helping you heal with stories, tips, and strategies by guests who were once hurting. In order to define you, you must first heal you. Now your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Good evening and welcome to Healing You, presented by Define You Radio. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for letting us heal your Sundays. I know you could be watching the Super Bowl, but you're spending your Sunday with us on Healing You, so thank you very much. I'm your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, the Southern Belle of Bold, Make sure you follow me and and the show on Blog Talk Radio and on social media. And my website is ValenciaGWallace.com. Now, tonight we are joined, of course, with the beautiful Connie Lee Bennett of Meraki Therapy and Miss Tasha Dearborn, which will be on shortly. And in this month of love, we're focusing on self-esteem, self-love. We're focusing on those things on tonight's show. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's discussion, and I really want you guys to ask yourself, do you love yourself? Do you have high or low self-esteem? Because these are things that will affect you in your personal and your professional life. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Ms. Connie Lee Bennett. Ms. Connie, are you there? I am. I am, and I'm excited for being here. Good evening, everyone listening, and of course, those of you who are tuning in on the replay a bit later on. I'm really excited to be here and honored to be here, and it's a really, really beautiful topic that we're going to be talking about because, you know, we all feel... When we look at ourselves in the mirror, we all feel that there is there's something that we don't love about ourselves. And it's really, really beautiful that what, we, what we're talking about over the next month is self-love. And, and I've got something special planned uh, in, in store for everyone listening. I'd like to give everyone a gift at the end of the show. So that's really going to be exciting. So stay tuned, stay listened. And in the meantime, if you want to reach out, Find me on Facebook at Connie Lee Courageous Bennett. Yes, well, thank to you, you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Now My we're talking honor. about we're talking about self-esteem, which literally is the esteem of self, how you feel about yourself. And I want to discuss some of the signs in case people are questioning whether or not they have low self-esteem. So one one of the signs, because I wrote down a few, one of the signs um, is the need to be perfect. The need to be perfect. That is a sign of low self-esteem. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's. I was having a great coffee with uh, a friend. I've just spent the weekend in, in London, and we were talking about syndrome actually called imposter syndrome and basically what it means is that it means that people 
are scared that people will find out that you're a fake, that you're an imposter. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting because that struck a chord in me and I thought, yes, absolutely. That is such a key principle to a lot of people's beliefs. We all feel that who we are is a fake. And I'll tell you why. The reason why we feel that we are a fake is because, and this is so powerful when I realized this for myself, is that we realize we are a fake because we are very often of the time living in the space being fake. Now, let me explain before we get upset. (laughs) What we're often doing is we're living a role where we have a mask that we think we should be to be perfect, to be liked by society. So what mm. we do is we put on these roles, we put on these, uh, put on these masks, we act in these roles because we think that if we are that particular thing, we will be accepted by society. And if we're accepted by society, that means we're good enough which means that we are accepted and loved. So if you're feeling that you need to be perfect, what you're actually saying is that, okay, who I am is not good enough. So I need to put on this mask. So I need to put, you know, be in this role. I need to be perfect because if somebody finds out that I have flaws, that I am a fake, then they're not going to love me. They're not going to accept me. And that is going to be the worst thing because we all want to feel loved. We all do. You know, that's at the core of who we all are because, you know, Valencia, who we are is actually love. At the core of who we are, we are being love. So if you're being anything other than love, then you are being a fake, which is why we're constantly so scared that we're going to be caught out and we need to be something perfect because we are love and we are acceptance. You know, we are that that beautiful energy of love and acceptance, which is why sometimes we're like, who am I? Who am I? You know, if we right. ask this question, who am I? Because we've trying to we've we've been trying to be somebody else to be accepted, to be liked, to be loved for so long that we don't know who we truly are. Who we are, right. We and one, and I love that uh, the term you use, imposter syndrome. And it reminds me of this, uh, the, this movie. It's an old movie called The Talented Mr. Ripley. I think Ooh. that's the name. And it's um, Matt Damon is in it and Jude Law and guys if you haven't seen that movie it's pretty old I suggest you find it and watch it because basically he is so uh, Matt Damon's character is so in awe of this lifestyle that Jude Law has and he he wants his he wants his life he wants his money he wants his girlfriend like he's so enamored by him that he, I'm not going to tell you the the movie. Just watch it, and you'll understand um, how you can see somebody in such such a way that they almost become an idol, and you end up trying to imitate 
that person. So if you guys get a chance, it's the talented Mr. Ripley with Matt Damon. And that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said Mm -hmm. the uh, imposter syndrome, that movie. Now, as we move on to to the next, one of the next signs of low self-esteem, because a lot of people, with the first one we discussed, the need to be perfect. A lot of people don't see it as, um, you know, a sign of low self-esteem because, you know, yeah, I want to be perfect, but it actually is because it, to me, it's, you're not accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. And we are perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect, however you want to phrase it. And a lot of times we'll look at other people like they have the the happiness we want. They have the job we want. They have the whatever, something about them we want. So we start trying to be like somebody else. So mm-hmm. it is it's very interesting. I love that, that terminology, uh, the imposter syndrome, because it's very true, because it's not being you. So another um, sign of low self-esteem, and I thought this was quite interesting, criticizing others who are happy. You're criticizing them, possibly gossiping about them, so on and so forth. I never really thought of that as a sign of low self-esteem, but if you really think about it, it to me it definitely is. Mm-hmm. So what are what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, this is you know if you if you really become aware of your thoughts, uh, we we do gossip and we do get unhappy. We get all of these thoughts when we look outside of ourselves and we, we see, you know, the Mr. Ripley's and we see other people are happy. And I'll tell you why I feel that is. And, and this is where, you know, guys listening, the, the gift that I'm going to give you at the end of the show is going to change your life. Because what it's going to do is bring into awareness in the areas in your life where you are disconnected. So let me take a step back. I believe that everything outside of you is a reflection about yourself. So, so how, you, how you feel about everything outside of you is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So it's kind of like a mirror, you know, a mirror that if you look at a mirror, you see yourself back, you know, your reflection. And when you see your reflection, the thoughts that you have are in direct relation to the belief systems that you hold about yourself. And that is exactly the same as everything around you. So let's say, for example, I I see something, like I see somebody happy. Now, the input, so if you look at stimulus, that is the vision, right? So we were stimulated by the, the senses and you see something or you hear something. So basically that's just a, a stimulus. That's just a vibration that literally is just a, a tangible thing. You know, it has no meaning in itself, is it? Looking at your friend who is laughing has no meaning. It just is what it is. You with me? Mm-hmm. But... 
what you do is that stimulus then gets interpreted against the belief system that you hold about yourself and that you hold about how life should be, you know, this idea of filtering through the perception of if we link it with being perfect from last, from what we just spoke about, if we see what we, we, we're seeing in our outside world through the lens of I need to be perfect or if I have this, I will be good enough. So what you're doing is you're looking at your friend and you're saying, ah, she's so happy. And what you see is, ah, I'm not happy. So yeah. I get angry. I get upset. I get jealous. I mean, that's all that jealousy is. Jealousy is just the, the need the want of what that person has because you feel that if you have that, then you will be good enough. And if you're good enough, then you will be accepted. And if you're accepted, then you will be loved. So when you see somebody else happy, what you're also saying is, ah, I don't, I'm not happy. Inside, I am not happy with this area in my life or that area in my life. Well, you know what, Valencia? You look at somebody who's happy and you think there is a disconnect between who I am and the truth of who I am, which is love. And you think, you know what? I'm actually not happy with myself. Hmm. And when you're not happy with yourself, what you're actually saying is, I don't love myself. Anyone with low self-esteem doesn't love themselves. And when you see strong, confident people, you get upset or you get, there's that disconnect that you feel like, oh, they're happy, they're confident, but you know what? Right. I don't so feel special about, about them. Myself. <laughs> exactly. But we know that wow. everyone feels the same. Everyone, even your amazing Jude Law and the, the incredible confident actors and beautiful models and, you know, all of these people outside who we are jealous of, who, we, uh, who are our reflection, are exactly the same as us because they're human. And every human feels sometimes disconnect. They feel low self-esteem. They feel the need to be loved and accepted and approved of. They're just good at hiding it. A lot more than other yeah. people, you know. I, I agree. I agree, and I love the the tips, um, the things that you hit, because a lot of times we don't think about that, and we don't think, you know, instead of us, a lot of times, you know, being happy for our friend or you know coworker or whoever for being happy, we're looking at it like their happiness somehow diminishes ours in a way. So um, that's a very interesting point. Now, this is, I don't know if, like, I know what this term means, and I'll explain it. I call this one, you know, this is a one of the signs of low self-esteem. I call it being an amen choir. And an amen choir, for you guys that don't know the term, is... You're always uh, is someone that's always like the the yes person, um, always agreeing with something other people do. They're all they're like the cheerleader, the the second 
in command, so to speak, um, basically going along to get along would be the way to say it. And, uh, guys, I'm going to go ahead and get Tasha on the line. Hold on. Tasha, are you there? I'm here. Hey. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Welcome to the show. Um, And you guys know. I love you, Tasha. Hey, how are you? One of, oh, wow, thank one, you. Tasha is one of the, I call them uh, our healing advocates. They are the ones to add, you know, Tasha and Miss Connie are the ones to add that the other factor to the show. And, Tasha, we're discussing the signs of low self-esteem. And the sign we're on right now is basically being an amen choir you know, always um, cheerleading somebody else, you know, being that, you know, that second in command or, yes, they're right, you know, whether they're right or wrong, um, as a sign of low self-esteem. What are what are your thoughts on that, Tasha? I would say um, you can't always agree with the person when they're right or wrong because um, they're not always right. <laughs> And they're not always hmm. wrong, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you are aware of what you're saying or thinking before you're able to even talk to them about what they're saying, because they might be saying something that is wrong. Instead of you researching your your um, results or answers, then you wouldn't know for yourself. So you need to make sure that you know what is right and wrong in your perspective. Mm, good point. I think a lot of times. When people are like that too, and Miss Carney, you could add your thoughts on this, but I think a lot of times when people are like that too, it's so the other person can, you know, they feel like that'll make the other person or other group or whatever like them more. You know, if I agree with and go along with everything that so and so says, being that amen choir, so to speak. It'll maybe maybe they'll like me more. Maybe that'll help me fit in. Miss Connie, what are your thoughts on that? And do you guys use that term um, there? Because Miss Connie is in Paris, or is have you heard that term before? No, but I think it's a it's a, it's a really great term. I'm learning something new, which is great, which is what we do every day. Which is amazing, and I'm originally from South Africa, and I've never heard that term either. So, so this is really <laughs> great, but but I get the concept because, you know, I think we're all a little, we all have that little quality of, of wanting to please. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. a, a lot of what we do is wanting to please, and and this is the the reason why the show is so great, is because. It gives us awareness. It gives us awareness. And awareness is where the power is with our healing. You know, this is what the show is about, is healing you. So this is a great awareness tip because when you become aware of, ooh, I just said that to please that person, you know, then you can start looking at, now let's go back and go deeper to understanding why. So, of course, what we do is we want to please people. And, and, and some people, you know, have, uh, you know, we, we take on many roles, but uh, we all have a little bit of all the roles within us. So the reason why we're wanting to please 
is because no one wants to be left out. Who wants to be left out, mm-hmm. right? Okay. No one right. wants to be that one who's not being spoken to, who's not being engaged with. Everyone wants to be a part of the group because when you're not a part of the group, you're being rejected and you're not being good enough. And if you're and not you good enough, then uh, you're not loved. <clears throat> what's interesting about that, as we discuss that particular sign of low self-esteem, I, I have someone who I'm related to, I will say that, who I love dearly, but she is very much a go-along-to-get-along person. She is whatever way the wind blows, she's going to agree with, you know, particular people so she's not making waves. And I never really looked at that as a sign of low self-esteem, but it's being scared to assert yourself and your true opinion. So that that's a really good tip because, I mean, we all know someone like that, that just, you know, whichever way the wind blows, they're going to agree with what they see as, quote, unquote, the the uh, mass opinion, the the right or whatever, but it's, we all know someone like that. So I wanted to get into another sign of low self-esteem. And, of course, this one is a little bit more obvious, and it's the lack of self-care, the lack of caring what, you know, what you look like when you're out in public or what have you. And, you know, miss you, want, you could call it unkept, miskept, not kept, uh, whatever term you want to use. But that is definitely a, a sign that we could see. Uh, the other signs of self of low self-esteem is they're a little bit harder to see. But this one, because when I see someone that's you know unkept, like they don't care about their appearance, my first thought is they don't care about themselves. Miss Connie, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think you know what came into my heart when you were talking about that is. I think that that person is being authentic. Now, let me explain. <laughs> I always shock you first. And then explain it appears that that's my strategy unintentionally. So let's carry on. So I think they're being more authentic to how they truly feel. Because when you are walking outside and you are just heveled, like you, you, you're not very kept, you're, you're mis-unkept, what you're saying to the world is, you know, things are not okay with me right now. And you're saying to the world that I'm in a space where I'm not feeling good and I, and I don't love myself and potentially I'm not honoring what I need and I'm, you know, not, not honoring myself through what I believe is we, we need to honor ourselves. Um, you know, by, by especially women, we need to honor ourselves by going for facials and massages and treating ourselves like the goddesses that we are. So if you are potentially in a space where you are mis- and kept, what you're doing is, you know, you either you, you're probably in a space of depression, uh, which is, you know, if you are, we would encourage you to reach out to any one of us on this show and, and talk to us about it. But if you know, if you're you're unkept, you're not in a space of self-love. 
And the reason I say you're being authentic is because what that is a defense mechanism. And what we sometimes do is we go the other end, which is the not wanting to get out of bed, you know, like, what's the point? What's the point? Because no one loves me and I'm not good enough anyway. So I'm just not even going to try. Which is why I say honoring you is so important because it's an action that says, you know what, I am worthy, I am valuable, so I am going to honor myself by having a facial. I'm going for a facial because I deserve it, you know. And one of the other defense mechanisms is miskept. Miskept. Miskept is also just another defense mechanism of Ooh, I need to put on makeup. I need to wear these clothes. I, I need to put on this particular mask because then I will be accepted. But actually, underneath all of those layers of the onion, I feel that I'm not good enough. I feel that I'm not loved. So I think the one is just a more authentic expression of what many people feel underneath, if that makes sense to you guys. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. And it's, um, I mean, because they're addressing how they feel. And so it's, I think we're saying the same thing, just in in different ways. Yeah, of course. Which is what I love about this show, just bringing all of us to, together with our, you know, because everyone may not understand from how I say it or how you say it or how Tasha say it. You know, it may be an individual, you know, under, you know, people understand different, different things put, the same thing put in different ways. So with that being said, Tasha, I know you work with, you work with teens. And do you, does it seem like the ones that you can, quote, unquote, identify with low self-esteem, do you see that lack of self-care being like the obvious sign or, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Usually it's when they're they're acting out. Their behavior seems to show out more than their self-care, their lack of self-care uh, due to the fact that they're not, uh, appreciating who they are or loving on themselves more. Um, so it's it's kind of like, um, how can I say it? They're just not, they're, they're, they're expressing it like Ms. Connie said um, in how they do things and how they, you know, what clothes they're wearing and stuff like that. But they're not taking out the time to understand why they're feeling that way or just expressing mm-hmm. themselves in a way that others can be able to see that, you know, they, they need help. Hmm. Understood, understood. Thank you, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, the next sign of, and guys, make sure you stay tuned to the end. Number one, Miss Connie has a gift. And number two, we're going to get into some tips to help you build your confidence and build your esteem of self. But right now we're just addressing some of the signs in case it's you or, or your children or someone close to you or someone you may know. These are some of, some of the signs that someone may need a, hey, how can I help? How can I help heal you, you know? So with that being said, um, one the next sign that I have on the list, 
and which is true. I'm sure you guys will agree. I call this one needing an amen choir. Needing it meaning you this you need approval before you can go forward with something. You you need like that that second in command. You need someone to to second you to second, you know, whether you're, it's your outfit or whether it's something you want to do or so on. Like, you can't move without getting approval. Your thoughts, Miss um, Connie? Yeah, I mean, we go back and we ask the question, you know, why? Why do I need approval? And, and why you need approval is because you want to feel like you belong and you want to feel like... Mm. You're accepted and you want to feel like you're loved. Uh, you know, and we all want approval. It just manifests in different areas. Like for some of us, it's in our work. For some of us, it's in our clothes. You know, today uh, I was uh, trying on a new dress. So I thought, you know, if I'm going to be platform speaking, I want to have a beautiful dress. And I needed the approval of, I went shopping with my friend. And um, my beautiful goddaughter, she's amazing. And uh, I needed their approval. So it's like, oh, guys, what do you think of this dress? And here I am, you know, a grown woman, but I still needed that approval. And we all do. And I think, you know, I want to add for a moment, I always talk about this idea of being human. You know, when we stop to judge ourselves, when we stop, to think that, oh, because what we do is we, we don't feel bad, you know, we don't feel good enough and we feel that we need approval, but then, but then we beat ourselves up for needing the approval. In the, so just like the cycle and we beat ourselves for feeling bad and, oh, oh, gosh, we're so hard on ourselves and I know we'll talk about that a bit later, but the, the power really is, is when, you, when you're okay and you, you don't judge yourself. So I didn't judge myself for needing approval I was just in the awareness of hey guys you know I just I'd really like your approval and it would be great if I had it but if I don't have it I know that I'm you're still gonna get the dress. <laughs> I'm still gonna get the dress you know because I know I'm right. so great in it and I feel good in it and I am still perfect whole and complete regardless of what the amen choir says regardless of what people <laughs> outside of me say, <laughs> you know. Right. I, You're going to start I'm using so that terminology. <laughs> yeah. All right, clients, you know, let's say you're, you're in the end. <laughs> it's a great term. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. Well, Tasha, what are, what are your thoughts about um, someone that's always needing approval? My thoughts on someone needing approval is they're seeking for attention. Um, they're making they need to make sure that how can I put it? Okay, so seeking they're seeking for attention. They want they want people to be able to to be to be able, be able to tell them what they need instead of being able to seek it from themselves. Um, such as um, let's see an example I can use is. I used to, when I was younger, I was the one that always wanted everybody to like me. Um, and 
wanting to fit in with them, but really and truly, they were, um, some didn't like me or whatever the case was. They didn't tell me, but I was still seeking their approval to like me for whatever reasons to make me feel good. Mm. Good point. Good point. And I, and I believe that some of it, um, some of it comes from not being sure of yourself and, you know, when you're not sure of yourself or not confident in who you are or your ideas and trust yourself, you feel like, okay, if someone else agrees with me, that makes my opinion, that makes my thought, that makes me valid because someone else said that it was, you know? Right. Because, of course, as, as women, and I guess men do it too, I don't know, um, you know, do you like what I have on? What do you think about this idea? So on and so forth. And and that's okay. We all do that in some way, shape, or form. But when it's always seeking approval and that approval has to do with what move you're going to make, then that's when you may want to, you know, look at if that's a self-esteem issue. One of the things that I've said before just in, just in regards to, to life or things in general, where your applause and approval is nice. It is very nice. It is not needed. And it's almost like a, a it, to me, it's a confident statement. Some people may look at it as being cocky, but I have grown to trust myself my ideas and who I am enough to where if you applaud me and if you go along, that is awesome, that is great. But if not, I'm still going to to do to do that. You know, I'm still going to do whatever it is. So that is that's a great tip. That's a great um a great thing to look at. I want to get into one more tip because I think this one is very, very, very important. When we look at the signs of low self-esteem, I want to talk about negative self-talk, bullying yourself, beating yourself up, however you guys want to call it. Negative self-talk is a sign of low self-esteem. Some of the messages you may say or we may say to ourselves is I'm powerless. Uh life is not easy. Everything's so hard. I'm not gonna try if I try it, I'm a fail. Um I don't matter. I'm not valid. Who's gonna pay attention to me anyway? Those are some uh, some examples of negative self talk. Um if I was a certain size or looked a certain way uh, people may respect me more or love me more. Like you have to change, change you to be like. Those are some uh, some ideas of some examples of negative self talk. So I'm gonna go to Miss Connie. Your thoughts on negative self talk in regards to low self esteem? Mm. Yeah, I just gave you know the the most amazing talk. In, in London this week on, on stepping into your inner feminine power and passion. And when you said, I am powerful, I just, oh, I went back to, you know, connecting with these awesome, amazing ladies who 
who are so powerful, who are so lovely. But like you said, what we do is we're so blocked by negative self-talk. So this Mm -hmm. is what I'd like to encourage every single one of you listening to do. Just for tomorrow, just for tomorrow, I'd like you to write down every single thought that you have. I am fat. So you look at yourself in the mirror. (laughs) Tomorrow we're going to look at it. And and Tasha, Valencia, myself, we're going to do this with you. Okay? And we're going to share about it on the Facebook group. Okay? Oh, And we're going to support each other. (laughs) Okay. And what we're going to do is we're going to divide our piece of paper in two. And on the left, we're going to write down all the thoughts that we have that are negative. I am fat. I have lots of gray hairs. So I'm just telling you the thoughts that I have. <laughs> you know, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I have uh, wrinkles. Uh, you know, oh, I've picked up weight. Oh, I can't wear that. Oh, that doesn't look good. Oh, why did that person look at me? Oh, I said something wrong. Ah, blah, 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 you know. So we're going to write down all of our thoughts. And we're going to use this as a powerful awareness technique because we're going to see, do we speak positively to ourselves or do we criticize ourselves? And in sharing on the Facebook group, we're going to see that we're all in this together and we're all human and it is okay. Because at the very core of all of this is a little scared girl or boy who's just developed a defensive mechanism. Because if you remember what, what happens to you is when you're little, when you're really, really little, you're loving life, and we won't go too deeply into this. This is something that I'll also be talking about in the gift um, that I'll share at the end of this session. But when you're very, very little, you love life, and you're running around, you know, that two-year-old who's free and in their feminine passion and power. They don't care what the outside world thinks. But they start being told that they need to be somebody else. And the moment you hear that you need to be somebody else, and we are still told that by society, the moment we're told that we need to be a particular thing, we feel that who we are is not good enough. So what is negative self-talk? Negative self-talk is actually just you saying that which you are not, which society has said that you should be which is quite Mm. deep, isn't it? So I'll say that again. Negative self-talk is just initial thoughts that you have created that is a comparison, that is a judgment, that is you saying you are not what society has said that you should be. So that is what negative self-talk is. And self-love talk is you just saying the expression of your truth, who you truly are. Like you were saying, beautiful Valencia, I am powerful. I am amazing. I am gorgeous. So tomorrow we're going to write down our negative self-talk. And then what is the next day after that? So tomorrow is Monday, so then it's going to be Tuesday, isn't it? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So then on Tuesday what we're going to do is we're going to look at the negative self-talk, the, the, you know, the judgments on the left-hand side, and we're going to turn them into I am statements. So 
if my thought is, oh, I am fat, I'm going to turn that into, I am the perfect expression of who I am. Or I am gorgeous. Or I am sexy. I am a sexy, sassy, powerful, confident woman. And that's what we're going to do this week. How does that sound, guys? Does that sound awesome? Yes. And if you guys are wondering what group she's talking about, she's talking about Define You Movement Facebook group. Make sure you join us there where we're commenting on tonight's show. If you have any questions, you can post them there. And I will make a pin post with this assignment. So it's, it's yeah. going to be really interesting in the in the movement. So um, now we've talked about just some of the signs of low self-esteem. There are many, many signs, but I felt like those were the most common. So when we talk about building, building yourself up from low self-esteem, building your confidence, building that I am powerful, uh, something I commented on um, on one of Tasha's posts today. I, what did I put, Tasha? Like, I am um, I'm something like I'm going, basically like I'm going to do me. I'm going to be me. I don't care what, in, what anyone says. I am confident in who I am, who I've grown to be. That's that's me. That's who Valencia has grown to be. Because these signs of low self-esteem, I can see where, you know, earlier in life, before I grew into me, that, these, you know, I had low self-esteem, low confidence. So what are some of the tips you guys want to leave, uh, you know, give the audience as far as building their confidence? Tasha, I will go to you with your first tip. My first step in building your confidence is getting to know yourself, mm. recognizing the signs, recognizing who you are, what you like, what you like, where you like to go, what you like to wear, just recognizing who you are. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, that was definitely part of building Valencia and growing Valencia is really recognizing I will never be comfortable with having a soft voice. I will never, you know, that's not who I am. I love um I love me. And that was that's okay. Even whether or not I could sing, I love karaoke. That's part of recognizing who I am. <laughs> you know, it was a powerful thing especially when you used to sing, you know, would sing around people and people will tell you, oh, you can't sing or so on and so forth. But it wasn't about me singing. It was more about me loving to sing. And I'm so glad that I, when I got me back, I got that back. So with that being said, Miss Connie, your tip yeah, I'm going to add on to what you lovely ladies are saying because I think it's a really, really great theme, which is, you know, you can lo only love yourself when you know who you are. So if we carry on with that theme, which is great, I would say, you know, again, uh, last, last week I spoke about this idea of being aware of your physical body. So mm -hmm. if it makes you feel light, the external stimulus, if that makes 
you feel light, then it's in alignment with your truth, which is love. But if it makes you feel heavy, it's in alignment with, you know, negative self-talk, expectations of society and the mind. So if we combine that with what you were saying, which was singing, what I mean by that is if you want to know who you are, be aware of what makes your body feel light. And also, mm-hmm. what makes your heart sing? You know, in inverted commas, we, this is a beautiful saying that's really popular at the moment. At least, at least, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but uh, everyone's like, oh, what makes your heart sing? And I really love it is because when we're in that space where we are singing, you know, where we're karaokeing in our lives, then we're being ourselves. Then we're really mm. being ourselves. And that is, that is the, the, the tip, really. That's the, the only thing that's important, like Tasha was saying, is being who you are and knowing who you are. So what makes your heart sing? Make a note of that. We're giving them too much uh, growth work this week, aren't we? But it's, it's good to talk about it. It's write down every day what made your heart sing that day, what made you feel light that day, and what didn't. And then the next day when you wake up, you ask yourself, okay, well, what, did I, what made my heart sing yesterday? I'm going to do the same thing today, and I'm going to do one less of what made me feel heavy yesterday. So you're just adding in one thing and taking away one thing every day or every week. So that would be my tip, because the more you step into what makes you happy, the more you increase your self-esteem. I love that. I love that. That kind of reminds me um, when I was dieting, right, when I was Mm -hmm. dieting years ago. And one of the things that I did is I weighed myself every day. And the reason why I did this because I knew if I was the same, the lighter, then whatever I did that, that day or the day before, I need to do more of that because it made me lighter. And if I was, you know, heavier, I need to, you know, don't repeat that day that made me heavier. And that was one of the first things that came to to my mind with that, especially because you use those terms light and heavy. So, if you guys, that's, you know, that's something I did. It does work, apparently, because I lost the weight. And it made sense to me that this, the scale was kind of my paper, to say, okay, yay, you did good this day, and no, you didn't do good this day. So that was a, a awesome tip. I love that. Um, Tasha, tip number three. Tip number three. Um, let's see. Or another tip, so uh, to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to give this tip to the parents for kids. Um, mm-hmm. In building up their self-esteem Tell them What they're doing right um, Don't always tell them What they're doing wrong Same as mm-hmm. adults Always, you know Don't focus on what, what you're doing wrong Focus on what you're doing right And give, your, give applaud yourself for that I love that I love that Okay I am typing the 
comments in if you guys are with us on Facebook. All the little nuggets from today's show and every Sunday show will be there in Define You Movement on Facebook. I want to add for tip number four, this is my tip. Dress or or do something outwardly, whether it's your makeup, your hair, the way you dress, uh, every day that makes you feel good. I love makeup. Ever since I was a little girl, um, I always loved makeup. I love watching my mom put makeup on. I love playing in the makeup, even when I wasn't supposed to. I've always loved makeup. And one of the things that helped me with building my confidence is putting on makeup, putting that my best face forward, so to speak, every every day. And that's what helped, helped build me is putting my best face forward. For you, it may be your your best outfit or your best pair of shoes or your best hairstyle or whatever it is. But for me, it was putting my best face forward. That That's my one of my, my tips. <laughs> Miss Connie, let's go to you for tip number five. Yeah, I'm going to add on to your tip. Um, I'm going to add a, a, just, just a bit of energy onto your tip is, you know, absolutely put your best face forward. That's a really, really great, great, great thing to do. But do it from the inside out rather than the outside in. So just reiterating what you're saying is when you're putting on the makeup, look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, I am wearing this makeup because I am honoring who I am, because I am Mm. beautiful, I am worthy, I look amazing, rather than from the energy of, I have to put on this makeup because it, it has to cover up my flaws and it's right. expected of me to wear makeup. You know, wearing a beautiful dress because it's inside out. Because when you wear the dress, you feel good. And it's increasing right. your vibration rather than, I have to wear a dress because everyone at my workplace wears a dress or, you know, I hmm. have to wear a dress because then... I don't know, I will look better. Rather, it's, it's an inside-out expression, a, a value in-out rather than, you know, doing it for outer approval. You're doing it to honor your worth. And that, that, that would be mine. That's your tip. <laughs> I know with me, makeup makes me feel better. Like I said, it, I love makeup and um you know it it makes me feel really really good it's you know mm. so you guys definitely I love the tip that you gave Miss Connie is pay attention and you know think about how you feel and I, some nights you know guys here's a little bonus tip something you could do some nights when I'm sitting in a house with nothing to do because I love this I will go play in my makeup it makes me feel good Watch, you know, I'll watch videos and say, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this with my eye or so on. So it's it's further building my confidence because it's building yeah. that feeling that I get when I do that. I love that. 
Tasha, tip number six, which will well, which will be our bonus tip. That will be our our last tip for the night. So, Tasha, I'm gonna give that to you. Stop comparing <laughs> yourself with others. Love it. Self-esteem comes from your self-dominant self. So don't compare yourself with somebody else just because they have this or have that. You can have the same thing if you just believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tasha, for that wonderful bonus tip. I love that. So, um, wow, that hour, that time goes by so fast. It's like 52 after right now. And I know Miss Connie has a gift for the audience, so I'm going to let her tell us about that, and then we'll say goodnight. So, Miss Connie? Yeah. yeah, so um, my gift is I wanted to give everyone a free product that I have, which is a beautiful product that helps people to step into awareness of where they are being judgmental about themselves. And it helps people step into increasing their self-esteem, increasing their sense of love. And it's just a, it's an online product. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to paste a, the link on our Facebook group for people to download. But also to give everyone the opportunity, I'd like to invite you to, to send me an email. Send me an email to Connie-Lee at MerakiTherapy.com and just in the subject line write uh, you know healing you radio free gift and I will I will I will send you the because this week what we're doing is we're stepping into the awareness of where we are judging ourselves like Tasha said and and honoring ourselves more loving ourselves more so that's really what I wanted to give you guys this week is that gift. Love it. And if you guys are part of the group, make sure you look for the link. You know, what makes us feel better than a free gift? And this free gift is helping us love us from the inside out. I love that. With that being said, it's been a wonderful Sunday. Thank you guys for joining us. Yay. Um, Next Sunday we have a guest. So we're going to do a talk show style, tag team, so on and so forth. We are going to really have a great time here on Healing You. Thank you guys again for joining us. With that being said, I will see you guys next Sunday, 7 p.m. Central, or if you're in the in the UK or on the side of the world, Miss Connie, it's early in the morning. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> my Make sure honor, you, uh, my honor. Yay! Make sure you guys connect with us on Facebook. Uh, Tasha Dearborn and Positive Express, Connie Lee Bennett and Meraki Therapy, and me, Valencia Griffin Wallace. If you connect with Define You Movement on Facebook, you'll find the three of us there. Peace and love. You guys have a great week. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening in to Healing You. Remember, you must heal you in order to define you. Join us next week, same time, same place, as we continue the healing journey together.